welcome to the Ride Life Podcast, a podcast dedicated to fitness and health for women mountain bikers, focusing in on the rider who wants to keep their body healthy, ride for fun, and feel stronger on their bike. I'm Liz, the host of this podcast. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, and I'm a level one mountain biking skills instructor. Before we get into today's episode, if you haven't checked out the Ride Life team, our monthly membership, you should. It's a fitness program helping you to empower your body, focusing on workouts for your level of strength, specifically for mountain biking ladies. Ladies that have just started these workouts are showing gains in just a couple weeks in bike balance and confidence on the trail. Check out the link through the episode notes below. Hope you enjoy the podcast. All right, ladies, let's get into it. I'm super excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about generally how to improve your writing. We're going to go over, or I'm going to go over three different things since obviously there's nobody else in the room with me right now. There's no we. <laughs> um, I'm going to go over three main points that you can use to look at your writing and steps that you can do to improve your writing. So let's hop into it. First off is why why do you want to improve your writing? What does it give you? What's its purpose? And I think a lot of that, as we talked about last episode about having fun, is it comes back to your goals and it comes back to your expectations and making sure that you're having fun out there and making sure that you are challenging yourself enough and or not too much and just negative self-talking to yourself. And so as we look at to improve our writings, it's making sure that we don't negate or down talk ourselves. And that's why we want to improve ourselves. It, we need to flip the, the narrative in our head first and saying like, this is going to help me with this. So more positive thinking thoughts of why I want to improve my writing, what goals you want to have. And so I guess technically then that becomes four steps for today. One is what goals do you have? Why do you want to improve your writing? And why is that important to you as, as an individual, as, as a mountain biking lady? Is it to prove to somebody else? Because that's never going to make you more happy. Is it to make yourself more happy based on what you can do, the challenges that you can overcome and feeling stronger and more confident in yourself? There's so many things that many of us talk about when, within regards of why and how mountain biking lays over or crosses over to real life. And it's so many things. I think that's with every single sport as well. Uh, as I grew up whitewater kayaking, I remember <laughs> I heard being an eddy above this one rapid that I really didn't want to run. And my mom and dad, they told me that I could walk it if I didn't, like, if I didn't want to run it. And they peeled out of the eddy. My brother was already downstream too. And I was just sitting there on the side of the river above this rapid that I was too scared to do. And I just started crying. I was like, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I didn't know what to do. And I ended up calming myself down. I'm sure my parents were like, what is our girl doing up there? Why is it taking her so long to either make a decision to walk or not to walk? But I calmed myself down and I ended up running the rapid. My parents were right. I had plenty of skill to run the rapid. I had just worked myself up so much in front of it that I didn't have any faith in myself, no confidence in myself, and I didn't think I could do it. But I wrapped my head around it. I 
looked at what my outcomes would probably be, what I could do, and what the worst outcome would be, and I decided and made a logical decision. Now, like, y'all, I was probably 11 or 12 years old. And making these decisions then, most 11 and 12 year olds don't have to make those unless they're involved in some sport that pushes them a bit, that makes them overcome certain things. And the same thing happens with our riding. That's the same thing that we face whenever we're deciding to ride a certain obstacle or not. And so going back into the main thing of how to improve your riding and how this overlays to the rest of life is super important. So look at your goals, look at your expectations of what you want in, in your riding. Why do you want to improve it? So tip number one, let's get into it after my little side note of you probably picturing me in my little tiny boat crying on the side of the river and then finally gaining the strength to go down the rapid. <laughs> I felt so good about myself after that. Oh, it was amazing. So number one, as you go out for each ride, think about what you want to focus on in that ride. Think, pick one specific thing, not 10 specific things because 10 is too much, three is almost too much as well. Or you can pick certain things for different parts of the trail. And so picking and choosing one thing to focus on as you go out there, whether you're doing gravel climbs and you wanna work on your wheelie as you're going up, whether you want to session a certain part of the trail and the rest of it, you're just gonna look at it as, as fun and you're gonna save your energy for that one section so you can give it your all while you're there. Or that you are going to think about looking ahead I know that whenever I was doing my instructor training course for Pimba, they talked about, and I completely agree with this as well, they talked about how looking ahead plays such a huge role. And usually that's one of the biggest factors between changing in like a beginner intermediate rider to more of an intermediate, like solid intermediate or even an intermediate advanced rider is just your ability to trust what's happening to your body and being able to look ahead a little bit more so to adjust and adapt your your bike and your body to what's coming. You don't have to look at what's happening right at that second, but you're able to trust what's happening to your to your body. You're able to trust what's what's going to come at you and adjust to that and look ahead a little bit farther to make farther decisions and to interpret things a little bit more. And so Picking certain things to focus on as you're going out there on the trail helps drastically having a plan and or if that plan is just to go out and ride and have fun. That means that you're not allowed to say any negative things to yourself. You have to switch and change it if you do. You are not allowed to talk bad about yourself. That's a plan as well. Like people don't think about it, but sometimes we can, sometimes I can talk very negatively about myself and I have to turn that around and be like no like I'm out here to enjoy I'm not out here to judge myself and what my what my skills are or what my abilities are I'm out here to to enjoy to look at nature to breathe in the fresh air to get my heart rate up feel like I've done something all of these things and so one thing to focus on is that you're not allowed to negatively self-talk yourself <laughs> self-talk self-talk how many times can I say it <laughs> oh my gosh so the next thing step number two is to look at where you're limited where where do you want to improve your writing and how how do you how do you get there 
And so as you're looking at, for instance, this a technical root section for climbing or a little punchy section for climbing, if you want to improve your writing there, then break it down to what you need to be working on. What sections, what limitations do you have in your own body or your own skills that make that section hard, that make that section where you feel the need to improve there? If it's a punchy climb or technical bit, then you probably need some more power, sorry, some more power strength at hiccup. And or you need, you need more control and balance on your bike. You need to be able to probably increase your core strength. You need to increase your, your track stand ability. You need to increase your ability to potentially lift your front wheel up, to have some more power in that, and to get out of the saddle and climb. Looking at these components as to where's your limitation gives you the, the inkling of what you need to be focusing on. And so pinning down where you feel you're, like you are the most limited or where you feel that you want the most to gain in those areas is it's a great way to, to look at what you need to be doing to help it, to improve there. So step number two, where, where are you limited? Step number three, doing small things to improve. So now that you've figured out where you are the most limited, now it's doing the small things to improve it. So if it's right before every ride, if you feel like you're limited in your balance and control on the bike, do some track stance before you head out of the parking lot. Or as you come back into the parking lot, before you load your bike up, your job is to do some track stance, to work on it, and to, to make it fun within it. It is also, if you feel like you need more core strength to get the power and control from your hips and from your legs for those technical climbings, then adding in like 15 minute core exercises, 15 minute core workouts. The, the Core Crushers is just that, one of my programs. It's to help mountain biking ladies with easy, simple, at your level core strength exercises and workouts. And, and or if you want to include your core to your, to your hips, to your leg function, and working on the power through that, then adding in short little workouts that include that. It doesn't have to be a ton of things to improve your riding with some strength training or with even just some exercising. I think strength training can look overwhelming at first and or all the time. <laughs> and so looking at it, it's just simple exercises that give you a lot of bang for your buck. And so looking at doing these small things that add into your life that aren't too over overcomplicated, that aren't too cumbersome is, is pretty big. And doing those things here and there on a consistent basis, that's what's gonna improve this the things that you're the most limited at and improve overall your ability to do that punchy section of climb or that technical root rock area. And so looking at those things of how to improve your writing is one, why you want to improve it. What, you, what are some of your goals? Focusing on whenever you go out into specific areas, specific things. What are you limited at? Like what, do, what specific things do you, do you want to improve? And how do you do small things that that help it. Those are all great aspects to, they can lay over to so many different aspects of the trail, so many different aspects of riding as a whole, as a way to break things down. So I'm curious if you have any, I, man, I wish I had a way for you to comment on some of this, but if this was super helpful, I'd love for you to write me a review to let me know how this triggers your brain to think. And also if you were looking for a mountain biking workout program, let me know.
I hope that you enjoyed it and go out there, improve your riding, and have more fun on the trails. Cheers, y'all. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Ride Life Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe below. And also, if you want to empower your body, if you want to feel stronger on your bike and you need more direction of what to do or how to do it, if you need to understand how to actually use your core better, check out the monthly membership, the Ride Life Team, in the episode notes below. You won't be disappointed. Take care and happy riding.